Hey, it's your girl, Coach Kinsley. On today's episode, we're going to talk about flexibility. What is it? Why do you need it? Let's figure out. Welcome to 15-Minute Fitness Fix with Coach Kinsley. I'm producer Mike, senior editor for the podcast, and a former client of Coach Kinsley's who benefited from every rep until I heard... Three, two, one, let's go! Remember to always consult your physician before starting any nutrition or fitness regimen. Hey, Coach, I'm going to give you a little progress report on my workouts. Uh, warming up the other day, uh, I usually do uh, overhead band swings. And what I started, I was rubbing the back of my head with that stupid band. And it's a good thing I don't have any hair because <laughs> then I would have messed it up. But now I'm able to use the band and go up and over myself several times in order to get warmed up for a push day. Uh, what do you think about that? Nice. That's what I'm talking about. And you know what? That took intention, right? You did that multiple times, multiple days before push day. Totally. This is 15 weeks in now from when I started with new trainer, Nick, and it's been a process. Yeah, it is a process. Just like you progressively get stronger at lifting weights, you progressively can get more flexible. So yeah, the flexibility that I have earned, thank you very much, is <laughs> something that I use when I'm working out, but also use on a daily basis. You know, I don't have to worry about, you know, reaching back and pulling down the hatch on my SUV to get the groceries. I reach up there and I pull it down because I'm A, strong and B, flexible. Yeah, you're able to go your full range of motion in those joints. And that's the thing about flexibility, like whether you are running, cycling, resistance training, whatever you do, let's say you don't work out at all. I really feel like everyone could afford to improve their flexibility by training their flexibility. Flexibility training for my flexibility. <laughs> I could see it's something that's that I have been working on unknowingly. So how about that? Yeah, and I like the way that Nick has you doing those banded stretches beforehand. So that's what we would refer to as dynamic stretching. So you're taking your joints through the full range of motion with a little bit of resistance, which would be your band, but you're not holding any motion. That would be more like static stretching when you're doing those holds. So yeah, before leg day starts, uh, he has me on a banded crab walk of some sort. You know, I'm halfway through the warm-up. I still got to do goblet squats and RDLs. What you're talking about, especially when I have a double leg day week, that dynamic stretching that you really refocus and get back into leg day because I was sore from the previous leg day. So that stretching certainly helps me. Yeah, stretching will not only help with recovery, like you mentioned, going into a second leg day, but it also helps to just activate those muscles that support your joints. And the muscles and the tissues around the joints are going to be affecting your movements more than anything else. And unfortunately, it's different on either side. Have you noticed maybe one side being less flexible than the other? Yes. Either on your shoulders or your hips? Yeah? Very much so, yeah. When I do RDLs. Which is Romanian deadlifts for our listeners. Uh, one side is definitely stronger than the other or weaker than the other, depending how you look at it. But I guess it's, I have one side that could be as, as strong as the other side. And so we work on that. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned weaker or stronger on either side. 
that uh, is definitely how it could be perceived, but your strength and flexibility definitely work together. So I already mentioned like range of motion, you know, being able to move your joint the full a distance it should. Um, but what you're talking about in regards to RDLs, um, that would be dynamic range of motion. So this is a combination of flexibility and your nervous system's ability to control the range of motion efficiently. So like adding weight is where you can really start to see those imbalances. And those imbalances, yes, they're going to affect your lifts, your running, your cycling, but really everyone, like I'm talking, you work out or you're not working out, should be figuring out their imbalances and working to fix them because this is going to affect even your posture, standing or sitting. So coach, you mentioned the nervous system being able to control or controlling or doing something with your joint or muscle. I, I didn't get that. Could you, could you go over that again? Yeah. So to work, you know, this dynamic range of motion, your nervous system needs to recruit the correct muscles to produce the right force from the right places and stabilize dynamically because you're active, you're moving. Your body needs to be able to move in like all planes of motion and evenly going back to those imbalances, if you're not even in your left side versus right in a big lift, like a deadlift, your body is going to choose the path of the least resistance, essentially. So it's going to take the easiest route out. And if you have an imbalance, that means the stronger side, it could potentially be your more flexible side, is going to take over and take the brunt of the work. And this is going to slowly make your imbalances worse. So coach, that's why you always had me uh, watch you do the exercise and made sure that my form was correct and straight uh, because if I was imbalanced, then I wouldn't be working the muscle correctly. Is that right? Right. Muscular imbalances will almost always move to improper movement and improper movement over many, many reps is going to lead to injury. No, thank you. No, thank you. Nothing keeps you out of the gym longer than an injury. So what can you do to prevent that? Train your flexibility. Hashtag train your flexibility. <laughs> how do we do that, right? How, how do we train our flexibility? So there's kind of three mm -hmm. levels of it. So there's corrective flexibility, which would be like once you realize where your imbalances are, you got to work to work them out and then active flexibility, and then functional flexibility. And this functional flexibility will be like the last phase, the peak of your flexibility fitness. But all of us really should start, ideally, we should all start with the trainer that will take you through an assessment. You can kind of assess yourself at home or just noticing, right? It's really important to stay connected to your body. Like you notice your stronger, weaker side on your RDL. So you are aware, but now you could think of how can I correct that? That would be with corrective flexibility. So corrective flexibility is designed to increase joint range of motion, right? Improve the imbalances through your muscles and correct altered joint motion. Because like I mentioned, your body is going to choose the path of the least resistance. So let's say like you have an imbalance, it's going to take the easy way. So your joint motion is altered into that easier way until you correct that tight tissue on the other side. So coach, is that when I'm doing a lift wrong and you're showing me how to fix it? Yeah, that, that's not what I mean by corrective flexibility. So corrective flexibility would include like releasing 
tension in your tissues, right? As well as static stretching. Those are both categories inside of corrective flexibility because corrective flexibility is designed to increase your range of motion and improve those imbalances. So that's what I mean by correcting. It's correcting your range of motion. Okay. So corrective flexibility is not fixing my goblet squat. It's actually something completely different from that. So uh, give me a few examples of what you mean by that. Cause that's what I thought it was, but you know, once again, I'm, I'm the student learning from the master. Tissue release or tension release, as well as the static stretching would be put under the corrective flexibility. So this is like using a foam roller. That is a great way to work out some knots and then static stretching. So static stretching is going to be when you hold a pose for 30 to 60 seconds. And this is ideally after you work out. But like I said, even if you're not working out, stretching is so beneficial for you. So in that case, I would use static stretching or foam rolling before bed. It's just a good way to kind of get your body into a more relaxed state because that's literally what you're doing with the foam roller. You are relaxing that muscular tissue. When you think or when you hear, when you hear releasing tension in your muscles, what do you think? Do you think working out related or do you think stress related? I think about massages. I think that that's what's going to release the tension of my muscles is a massage. But I'm thinking massage therapist. But you're saying I can do more than just that on my own. Yeah, a massage therapist is really similar to rolling out because it's getting rid of your knots. Contraction knots happen not just because you're working out and not just because you're stressed out. It will happen because you're consistently repeating the same pattern of motion or of static motion, right? This pattern overload that could create these knots happens when, with like baseball players when they keep pitching on the same arm. Or like long distance runners, that constant same pace, same motion. But this also is really prevalent in our society. People that sit down at a desk all day, that's going to create this pattern overload. And that's why corrective flexibility is really beneficial for everyone, whether you work out or not. You are doing repetitive motions. And these repetitive, consistent, same patterns create a pattern overload, which create these knots that need to be worked out because if they're not worked out, they create imbalances. And what do we say imbalances lead to? Imbalances lead to improper movement, which lead to injury. And to that, we say, no, thank you. (laughs) No, thank you. There's three levels of flexibility and it would be corrective, active, then functional. And you're working to the ideal, the last phase, which is functional. Everyone should be working on corrective. Like, please retain that information. Imbalances lead to improper movement, lead to to injury. And to that, we say, no, no thank you. you. (laughs) Once you're consistently working your corrective flexibility, you know, let's say you're, you're doing your nice 15, 20 minute stretch session five times a week. Five? Ideally. Okay, fine. Three times a week. Okay. (laughs) I can, I can hang with three. I can hang with three. Anything's better than none. But once you are well consistent in your corrective flexibility, that's where you can start moving into your active flexibility and your functional flexibility. All right. So you got me on my corrective flexibility, which fixing that leads to no injury. Now, next, you've mentioned active flexibility. 
So what's up with that? So a good example of active flexibility versus corrective. Corrective, let's say you're sitting down, your legs are straight, you reach for your toes, and you hold it for 30 to 60 seconds. That's your corrective flexibility. That's your static stretching. Let's say you're sitting in that same position, but then you take your straight leg and you raise it off the floor and you hold it up there for two seconds and then release. I've done that. Yeah, so that would be your active flexibility because while you are activating and using your hip flexors and your quads to raise the leg, because you're in that position, your hamstring is also stretched. So you're working on having one side active that needs to be active while the other one's releasing that needs to be released in a stretch. That is your active flexibility. So this is going to improve the extension of the soft tissue where it needs to be. And it's going to release the right side that needs to be released. This has a lot to do with your neuromuscular efficiency. So like your ability to really use your body how it needs to be used. So mind-muscle connections going right up in this category, your active flexibility. And that would be your next level after corrective flexibility. So then that leaves me with functional flexibility, coach. Is that, was that what I'm working towards? Yes, that is what you're working towards and you're already working on. So this is where dynamic stretching would be put into this category. This is where you're moving and grooving within the range of motion that you're trying to eventually put weights onto. So doing squats before you do weighted squats just with your body weight, that's a good dynamic stretch. Or doing high knees. So high knees is a good example that you can kind of think of if you did it slowly would be active flexibility, but if you did it quickly would be functional. So these two are very similar. High knees where you're standing and then you bring one knee to the chest, it's working right that hip flexor that's driving it up, but your hamstring is stretched. So if you're like holding it one to two seconds, then releasing, holding, then releasing, that's your active. Now, if you're just pumping left, right, left, right, left, right, that is going to be your dynamic stretching, your functional flexibility. So we want to work these all the time, right? All these are going to be beneficial, whether you are an athlete, you're just starting out, or you sit at a desk all day. Everyone needs to be doing their corrective flexibility to prevent those imbalances or work on those imbalances, balancing. And then functional flexibility with a dynamic stretch is going to be most important to athletes. All right, CK, lay the highlights on us. The highlights. So everyone, no matter their lifestyle, should be working on their flexibility. Flexibility is being able to move a joint through its full range of motion. And if you're not flexible, then you most likely have muscle imbalances, right? And muscle imbalances lead to improper movement, which leads to injury. No, no thank, thank you. 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 You want to do that again? Let's do it again. Three, two, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for joining us today on 15-Minute Fitness Fix with Coach Kinsley. The fun doesn't need to stop here. Email me at coach at coachkinsley.com. You can check on my webpage, coachkinsley.com. And also find me on Instagram at, you guessed it, Coach Kinsley, your girl. See you next week. Boom. <laughs>